0-1 from Kyle Nelson to Trent Grisham. Swings here, lines one into deep center. Thomas got to go back on his horse, reaches out, can't make the catch. Going to hop up against the fence, and the Padres going to take the lead. Bogarts has scored. Cruz is on his way. The throw to the plate, not in time. Another two-run double for Grisham, his second of the night, and the Padres lead it 7-5. Trent Grisham with the go-ahead base hit, a two-run double in the sixth inning. The game-deciding knock here tonight as the Padres win it 7-5 over the Arizona Diamondbacks as the Padres take the series opener of this four-game set in Arizona. Sam Levitt with you on our post-game coverage inside our Padres Radio Network studios here in San Diego. Great to have you with us on this late Thursday night. A good win for the Padres as they improve to 10-11. and 11. The Diamondbacks drop to 11-9 and 9, and the Padres have now won two straight games and they'll go for a third straight in Arizona tomorrow. Certainly the headline heading into this one, the return of Fernando Tatis Jr., who had a great moment defensively, otherwise 0 for 5 in his return to the lineup, but it was the supporting cast around Fernando that really got it done here tonight. A big night for Trent Grisham, a couple of two-run doubles, one in the second inning, one in the sixth inning to make it a 7-5 game. Padres had a 5-1 lead at one point in this game. Diamondbacks scoring four runs in the fourth inning to tie it at five. But then the Padres getting that hit from Grisham. And after Michael Waka went just four innings, five earned runs given up. A sensational job by the Padres bullpen here in this game. Brent Honeywell, Tim Hill, Stephen Wilson, and Josh Hader combining for five shutout innings out of the Padres bullpen. They were just one Wonderful. A quiet night for the top of the order to tease Soto and Machado, but the cleanup man, Xander Bogarts, had a couple of hits, including a two-run home run, and then the bottom half of the lineup really got it done. Matt Carpenter had a solo home run in this game, and again, Trent Grisham had a couple of really big hits, including that go-ahead two-run double in the sixth inning. So we'll talk all about it. We'll break down Fernando Tatis Jr.'s opening performance here in 2023. We'll play you back some of the highlights from this game, not just some. We're going to play back a lot of the highlights from this game. There were a lot to get to. We'll also hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin. We may also hear some reaction from the clubhouse, maybe get some audio from Fernando Tatis Jr. as well, and much, much more to come as we break this one down. The Padres win it 7-5 in Arizona on the night that Fernando Tatis Jr. returns to the Padres. The first game that Fernando played in a Padres uniform in 564 days. A good one for the Padres. They win it 7-5. We get it all rolling with our post-game show when we come back on the Padres Radio Network. show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. The final score in Arizona tonight in the series opener of this four-game set between the Padres and the Diamondbacks. The Padres win it 7-5. Padres have now won two straight games. They improve to 10-11 on the year. Arizona drops to 11-9. Sam Levitt with you inside our Padres Radio Network San Diego studios. A really 
good game in a number of respects for the Padres. We'll continue to break it all down. We will take your phone calls coming up a little bit later, 833-288-0973. We will go back to Phoenix here from Padres manager Bob Melvin. Like I said, hoping to uh, perhaps hear from Fernando Tatis Jr., maybe some others inside the clubhouse coming up as well. You can also tweet at me if you want to get involved that way, 97.3 The Fan SD on Twitter or on my Twitter at Sammy Lev, S-A-M-M-Y-L-E-V. You can also find me on a uh, excuse me, on Instagram at Sammy Lev there, S-A-M-M-Y-L-E-V. You can also uh, hit me up on TikTok at Sammy Levitt there, S-A-M-M-Y-L-E-V-I-T-T. Send me a message, send me a tweet if you want to get involved. And uh, if you have a good thought about this game, I might just read it on the air. Before we get to some of the highlights from this ball game, this Padres win here tonight, let's pause for Station ID on the Padres Radio Network. KWFNFM and KWFN HD1 San Diego. This is Manny Machado from the San Diego Padres. The Padres lay here. 97-3, the fan. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Sam Levitt with you inside our San Diego studios as the Padres beat the Diamondbacks 7 of 5 in Arizona here tonight. Let's take a listen back to the highlights in this one. The Padres had Fernando Tatis Jr., Juan Soto, and Manny Machado do up to begin the game. The first time in the regular season we've seen those three starting a game in that order. But to Ryan Nelson's credit, tonight's starter for Arizona, he struck out the side to begin the night. Michael Waka tossed a scoreless frame in the bottom half, stranding runners on first and third. Nelson issued a pair of one-out walks in the second. With two outs and runners still on first and second, it was Trent Grisham at the plate. Here's the 0-1. Grisham swings, hits it well in the air to deep right field. McCarthy back. He looks up. It's going to one-hop up against the top of the wall. Cronenworth is scored. Carpenter is on his way. The relay to the plate is cut off and a two-run double for Trent Grisham. That was the start of a big night for Trent Grisham. The Diamondbacks answered, though, in the bottom half. Alec Thomas at a one-out double. With two outs, it was Geraldo Perdomo. Walker ready, here's the pitch, and that's hit hard in the air down the right field line, and a fair ball just barely. Diamondbacks on the board as Thomas scores easily from second base. Perdomo thinking three, Kim's relay to third, Machado's tag, and the ball popped out. So he's safe at third, and it will be an RBI triple for Geraldo Perdomo. 2-1 Padres here in the second. That was all Arizona got in the second inning. Padres still led 2-1, to one, heading to the third. Nelson walked Juan Soto with one out. With two outs and Soto still on first base, Xander Bogarts dug in. This pitch hit in the air to very deep left center field. Carroll going back at the wall. And this one going to go. A home run. Xander Bogarts is fifth of the year. A two-run shot here in the third. And the Padres lead it 4-1. to one. In the top of the fourth inning, Matt Carpenter led off. Here's the 2-2. Carpenter hits it in the air to deep right field. McCarthy is back on the track. Looks up. Gonna go! Home run, Matt Carpenter. Second of the year for the Padre DH. Second of the night for the Pods. And a 5-1 lead here in the fourth. So the Padres were feeling good, leading 5-1, going to the bottom half of the fourth inning. Waka went back out for the bottom half, and a lot happened. Alec Thomas singled to start the inning. Geraldo Perdomo hit a one-out single, sending Thomas to third. The throw from right field from Fernando Tatis Jr. went all the way to home plate. That allowed Perdomo to go to second base. Josh Rojas was next. 
2-2. Line sharply over Machado down the line. That's a base hit. Soto gets to it quickly. Perdomo running through the stop sign. The throw to the plate. The tag is safe. Both runs come in to score. Thomas was always going to cross the dish. Perdomo ran through the stop sign. Soto's throw home was pretty good, but a little bit up the first baseline maybe. Nola had to lunge to try and tag him out. He got in. Rojas ends up at second base. Two-run score on the single. And now 5-3 Padres in the fourth. Lourdes Gurriel Jr. then stepped in. Oh, and two on Lourdes Gurriel Jr. Here's the pitch from Waka. That's hit in the air deep down the left field line. Soto long run up in front of the wall. Turns around, watches it bounce off the wall. A base hit. Rojas will score. Throw comes into second base. Not in time. An RBI double for Gurriel. And now a one-run game. 5-4 here in the fourth. With Corbin Carroll at the plate, a wild pitch sent Gurriel to third base. Moments later, this happened. Gurriel at third. And now the 1-2 to Carroll in the dirt. Kicks away from Nola, rolling up the first baseline. Waka goes to get it, and the run will score. Second wild pitch of this at bat. And now a 5-5 game in the fourth inning. All in all, a four-run fourth inning for Arizona and a rough one for Michael Waka. We were tied at five. That would be it for Michael Waka. He went four innings, five earned runs given up, ten hits allowed, walked one, struck out three on just 81 pitches. The second straight tough outing for Michael Waka. More on him later. Ryan Nelson pitched a scoreless top of the fifth inning. Brent Honeywell replaced Waka and did the same in the bottom half. We were still tied at 5-5, heading to the sixth inning. Xander Bogart started the inning with a single with one out, Nelson Cruz pinch hit for Matt Carpenter to face the left-hander Kyle Nelson. Cruz hit a potential inning-ending double play ball to shortstop, but Nick Ahmed booted it for an error. That was a critical, critical error. Nelson then got a pop out from Ha-Sung Kim for out number two. Why was that error so critical? Because the inning was left up to Trent Grisham. 0-1 from Kyle Nelson to Trent Grisham. Swings here, lines one into deep center. Thomas got to go back on his horse, reaches out, can't make the catch. Going to hop up against the fence, and the Padres going to take the lead. Bogarts has scored. Cruz is on his way. The throw to the plate, not in time. Another two-run double for Grisham, his second of the night, and the Padres lead it 7-5. to This is where the Padres' bullpen really began to shine. Brent Honeywell went back out, pitched a scoreless bottom half of the sixth inning. Tim Hill Hill pitched a 1-2-3 seventh inning. Steven Wilson did the same in the eighth inning with a little help from Fernando and Wright. Two and one. Here's the pitch to Rojas. That's hit in the air, deep to right field. Fernando going back at the wall, reaches out, and he made the catch. What a play by Tatis. On the warning track, running towards the corner, Fernando using the wheels to make the play and end the inning. Meanwhile, the Padres did not add on in the 7th or the 8th or the ninth. They still had just a 7-5 lead heading to the bottom half of the ninth inning. That's when left-hander Josh Hader came on. 5-for-5 five five in save opportunities so far to begin the season. He had to face Goriel, Carroll, and Walker, the very heart of the Arizona lineup. He got a pop-out from Goriel, a fly-out from Corbin Carroll. There were two outs, nobody on for Christian Walker. Will kick and deal, and a swing and a miss. Got him with a 97-mile-an-hour fastball. Hader works a 1-2-3 bottom of the ninth inning, and he caps it with a K. In Fernando Tatis Jr.'s return, it's the other guys who get it done. Padres beat the Diamondbacks tonight 7-5. 
to take game one of this four-game series. Very well said by Jesse Agler. The other guys indeed on a night where we were very focused on one man, Fernando Tatis Jr., rightfully so in his return, but it was a number of other supporting characters on this Padres team that made it happen here tonight. The Padres win it 7-5 over the Arizona Diamondbacks. Final totals in this game for the Padres, seven runs, seven hits, one error. They left on four. And for Arizona, five runs, 12 hits, one error. They left on eight. Brent Honeywell, the winner, he improves to 2-0. and Kyle Nelson took the loss. He drops to 3-1. and And Josh Hader continues to just be terrific out of the bullpen. He picks up his sixth save of 2023. Hader lowering his ERA to an even one now in a grand total of nine appearances. So Hader continues to be great, and certainly we'll talk about Grisham, what he did, uh, hit the ball hard a handful of times and had a couple of big two-run doubles in this game. But the bullpen for the Padres as well, very, very impressive in this ball game here tonight. Honeywell, two scoreless innings, Hill a scoreless inning, Wilson a scoreless inning, and Hader a 1-2-3 ninth inning as the Padres once again win it by the final score score of seven to five lot to do on our post game show we'll hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin coming up here in just a little bit may have some post game reaction from the clubhouse coming up as well and we will take some of your phone calls coming up 833-288-0973 the phone number again 833-288-0973 the phone number to call you can tweet at me uh, find me on the other social media if you want to get involved uh, that way as well. Would love to hear from you. And we'll have our nightly segments. We'll have our player of the game, our ace pitcher of the game, all that good stuff. Look at the out-of-town scoreboard and much, much more to come. As we wind this one down, the final score, Padres 7, Diamondbacks 5. We come back with more after this on the Padres Radio Network. post-game show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Final score in Arizona here tonight. The Padres 7 and the Arizona Diamondbacks 5. Sam Levitt with you on our post-game coverage. Good to have you with us on this late Thursday night in the 10 p.m. hour. Uh, Enough to stay up here tonight. A lot of excitement uh, for the Padres. Uh, Not so much from the top of the lineup. We'll get into uh, more of that later, but certainly a good win for the Padres. They've won their second straight game. A number of very important contributors in this game. Trent Grisham, a couple of two-run doubles, a four-RBI night, had the go-ahead two-run double in the sixth inning to give the Padres a 7-5 lead. Padres had a 2-0 lead in this game, then a 2-1 lead, then a 5-1 lead, then the Diamondbacks scored four. In the fourth inning to tie it at five, and the Padres got that one big hit from Grisham in the sixth inning. That was enough. Uh, made it 7-5. Padres win by that final score. Michael Waka, rough outing for him in particular, a rough fourth inning where he uh, got hit a little bit, threw a few wild pitches. Austin Nola uh, couldn't keep uh, a number of uh, bouncing balls in front of him. And uh, Waka ultimately goes five, uh, or I should say four innings, five earned runs given up, 10 hits allowed. He did walk one, 81 pitches. Again, not a great outing for Waka uh, for a second consecutive start. But the bullpen, a huge story in this game. Brent Honeywell, two scoreless innings out of the pen, and then Hill, uh, Wilson, and Hader combining for three scoreless innings. So all in all, 
Five scoreless innings of two-hit baseball for the Padres' bullpen. They did not walk a batter. The the combination of Honeywell Hill, Wilson, and Hayter, a combined five strikeouts. They were really, really excellent in this game. And also, I should mention, Xander Bogarts continues to do wonderful things. He just does wonderful things. Two more hits in this game. His team-leading fifth home run. Two more RBIs on the on the two-run home run. I mean, what more can you say about Xander Bogarts through 21 games now? he's He has just showed no sign of slowing down at all. He's been just wonderful in a Padre uniform. And uh, on a night where the three guys ahead of him, and we'll talk a little bit more about this, but the three guys ahead of him did not do a whole lot. Um, you certainly understand it from Fernando, but... Again, quiet nights from Soto and Machado as well. So we'll get into all of that. But first, let's head back to Arizona. Hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin after tonight's win. Let's take a trip down to the Padres clubhouse and hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin. Presented by Sinley Food. Find your next cooking adventure at Sinley Food. 4665 El Cajon Boulevard. The Cook's Asian resource. Obviously, the bullpen was huge. You know, kept adding on some runs, which was big as well. Got some big hits, some great defensive plays, and uh, certainly the the bullpen was paramount tonight. A big night by Trent, obviously, with the two doubles driving in the four RBIs and also an outstanding catch. Not a surprise. Uh, You know, we've seen him do it defensively for a while now. I won a gold glove last year. You know, this ballpark's tough, too. You haven't played in it. Ball carries a little bit more. You know, you've got to be on your horse, and you got to have real good sense of where the ball is. And... You know, with our lineup now, if he's hitting down at the bottom the way he started out, he's able to drive in runs, too. He hits righties, he hits lefties. Uh, he's been huge for us. How about the hustle by Nelson Cruz to keep that inning alive to set up that double by Trent? Yeah, and then scoring on the, yeah. scoring on that double. And, yeah, he got a little little flack from everybody when he, when he scored. But, um, you know, a lot of good things happened tonight. Your thoughts on Fernando? I didn't do anything at the plate uh, that everybody was anticipating. Made some nice plays in the outfield, maybe some learning experiences as well. For sure. You know, hit the ball hard last time up. You know, it's, it's just not that easy to come in and get four or five hits like everybody expects, but definitely contributed today uh, in, in the outfield. I didn't even look, you know, a ball in the corner I thought was a double, so I was trying to look and see, you know, a matchup coming up a little bit later, and, you know, next thing you know, I hear the crowd and he catches it, so definitely contributed. Trent Fields are pretty nice when he was uh, in the leadoff spot, but how do you think that eight spot's going to play for him? I think it's play really good, too, especially if, I, you know, at times we can match it up with two righties surrounding him. Not that he can't hit lefties like he did tonight. So it gives us potentially a lot of project, uh, production at the bottom of the order. Do you think today was kind of a pretty good example of, of Tetis in right field and A, what he's capable of, B, maybe some of the learning experience he has to kind of go through to, to nail down right field? Yeah, I mean... Yeah, it's gonna. It's not that easy to go from shortstop to right field, and you know, and then have as much time off as he did. So there's going to be some really great plays, and there's going to be some, you know, plays that he's going to learn from. Um, I'm not sure we were in great cutoff position on the one throw, but he uh, he, he's going to be fine out there. When you guys signed Xander, a lot of people in the moment kind of jokingly said, "Why, why does this team need another shortstop?" But with what he's done offensively, how critical is it early on that he's here? He's probably been the most consistent guy. You look at the production, you know, and where he hits in the lineup, too. He's hit first against lefties, hit fourth against righties. He's gotten big hits. He's hitting big homers for us. I think his OPS still over 1,000, I think. And, you know, he's like a, offensively, he's been most consistent guy. 
I mentioned the bullpen. How important were those two innings by Brent Honeywell tonight? Yeah, huge. You know, when you get four innings, now you're going to have to cover five innings to win, and and we did. It started with him, and you know, for a guy that's been a starter, he's really acclimated to the bullpen. You know, his stuff plays against both lefties and righties with the changeup, and you know, a team like this, it's going to match up and have a lot of lefties. Um, he's a good resource to have. What have you seen the uh, improvement or the consistency of Stephen Wilson? Yeah, I mean, the sweepers ended up being a really big pitch for him, you know, and, and it's allowed him to, you know, backdoor with it, you know, up in top of the zone, above the hitter's barrel, lefty's barrels. Um, and, you know, his fastball is good enough to just get you off it enough. So, you know, credit him for hard work with that pitch and also Ruben for teaching it to him. You had Garcia up, and he's been so effective against righties. You went with Wilson, though. I had him. I had him here for that inning. If Longoria showed showed up for Rojas, that was Padres manager Bob Melvin from the clubhouse at Chase Field in Arizona after this seven-five win for the Padres here tonight. Sam Levitt back with you here on our post-game show on the Padres Radio Network. You heard Bob Melvin talk about the debut of Fernando Tatis Jr., who went zero for five, made a really nice play, a running catch going to his left towards the corner in right field. That was certainly great to see. We're not going to make uh, too big of a, a, a deal out of going over five after not playing in a major league baseball game in five hundred sixty plus days. Uh, you heard uh, Bob talk about Trent Grisham there, and I, I should have mentioned this earlier because not only did Grisham have the two really big hits, but he played some great defense in this game as well. Padres played some great defense uh, overall for a second straight game. Uh, one error in this game, and it was on a, a pickoff throw from Brent Honeywell. But really, aside from that, and if you want to look at you know Austin Nola not being able to keep a couple of wild pitches in front of him. Aside from that, it was a, a good defensive game for the Padres, I thought. And you heard also a little conversation there about Steven Wilson, and I thought that was a, an interesting scenario in a two-run game, eighth inning, classic setup-type role. Bob Melvin went with Steven Wilson, and he's earned his way into that spot right now because he's been so good. He's got an 0-7-1 ERA in now a, a pretty good handful of appearances. He was excellent, a 1-2-3 inning in the eighth inning in this game. So uh, overall, a great job by the bullpen. Honeywell, Hill, Wilson, and Hader, like we've been saying, combining for five scoreless innings after Waka went just four innings and five earned runs given up. We'll step aside. We will come back with much, much more. I'll give you more of my thoughts when we come back. We also will take your phone calls, 833-288-0973. We'll get through some of our nightly awards, our ace pitcher of the game, relief pitcher of the game, player of the game, out-of-town scoreboard, all that good stuff. Still to come, much more to come here in our post-game show as the Padres win it 7-5 in this series opener in the desert in Arizona. Our post-game continues after this on the Padres Radio Network. Postgame show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Final score in Arizona here tonight, the Padres 7 and the Diamondbacks 5. Sam Levitt with you inside our San Diego studios. Good to have you with us on this Thursday night. Padres again with the win, have now won two in a row. Diamondbacks have dropped two in a row. Padres now 10 and 11 
to begin the season. Diamondbacks dropped to 11-9. and nine. A lot of uh, different storylines to break down in this game here tonight. We may hear from uh, Fernando Tatis Jr., some post-game reaction from him from inside the Padres clubhouse coming up here in just a little bit. So uh, stay tuned for that. We're uh, working on that right now, so stay tuned for that, we'll also have our nightly awards coming up. We'll uh, take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard. If you want to give me a phone call, 833-288-0973, the phone number to call. But first, let's talk about uh, some of the different storylines in this game here today. And we begin with what was the biggest storyline entering this game, no doubt, was Fernando Tatis Jr., the first game he was playing with the Padres in 500 In 64 days, since October 3rd, 2021, the last Major League Baseball game that Fernando Tatis Jr. played in. Now, at the plate, it was interesting because he went 0 for 5. Now, he swung at a first pitch in each and every one of his at-bats. He also hit a very hard and very deep uh, line drive down the line that had he just waited back on it a, a split second more May have been a home run, um, but you know what? 0 for 5, couple of strikeouts, considering he hadn't faced major league pitching in that environment in 564 days. You're not going to make uh, too much out of uh, what Fernando did, but he did have a nice moment in right field, uh, made a great running catch, moving to his left uh, late in the game. That was great to see from Fernando Tatis Jr. So all in all, you know, if he feels good and, uh, you know, and uh, makes a nice play for now, day one, you'll take that. Uh, the bigger picture at the top of the lineup, Tatis, Soto, and Machado went 0 for 13, which makes this win that much more impressive because it was the rest of the lineup that got it done. Now, Bogart's in the cleanup spot. Had a two-run home run, one of two hits. He continues to just be marvelous in a Padres uniform. His batting average now is at 350, and Bogart sitting his fifth home run, leads the team. He is just giving you everything you could imagine offensively in the very early part of his Padre career. So he had another great game. Uh, look, for Juan Soto, Manny Machado, uh, a quiet night for both. You were hoping for Juan Soto that... Tonight would be a continuation of yesterday when he hit the ball hard, had two hits, had a home run. He did walk and score a run in this game. So good to see Soto continue to do that, continue to get on base via the walk. But uh, otherwise, 0 for 4, and Manny uh, was 0 for 4 with a couple of strikeouts. So again, uh, the top of the lineup, uh, middle of the lineup with Soto and Machado, we're still waiting for those guys uh, to really get going, which has uh, obviously been a, a theme here in the early part of the season. But even despite that, the Padres get a win. Bogarts was a big story offensively. Trent Grisham, a big, big story in this game, had a couple of two-run doubles, one in the second, and then the go-ahead two-run double uh, in the sixth inning that gave the Padres their 7-5 lead. That was great to see what he did. He continues to have some really, really nice moments at the start of this season and made one great diving catch in center, some good defense from Trent. You know you get that each and every night, but he had some great offensive moments with the pair of two-run doubles. I'll tell you what, the two-run double he hit in the second inning, that was the hardest hit ball of his career, 112.3 miles per hour off the bat. And as I'm talking about exit velocity, I should also mention that while Fernando Tatis Jr. didn't have a base hit in this game, 
he did hit a couple of balls really hard. And I want to pull up the exit velocities for you. So give me a second here. Fernando had a ground ball to shortstop that was 110 off the bat. So he hit it really hard, but right at the shortstop. And then he had a, a line out to left field that was 100 miles per hour off the bat. So look, first game back, he hit the ball hard a couple of times, not to the right spots. You'll take it, no big deal. So that was good to see as well while we're uh, talking about exit velos uh, for Fernando. The other huge story in this game, the bullpen. And I've been saying it for a while now. I mean, there have been a number of guys in this bullpen that have really stepped up. And the first name we saw out of the bullpen today, Brent Honeywell. Two scoreless innings, uh, gave up two hits, uh, worked his way out of uh, a situation in... Uh, the fifth inning where he gives up a two-out single. Then in the sixth inning, gave up a leadoff single, pickoff throw, errant error on Honeywell as Rojas went to second base. And then Rojas on third base with uh, less than two outs with one out in that sixth inning. And Honeywell got out of it. He continued to put together really, really good work. Two scoreless innings for Brent Honeywell. His ERA is down to one four six. And then Tim Hill, one two three seventh inning. Stephen Wilson, one two three eighth inning. Josh Hader, one two three ninth inning. So the Padres bullpen went 12 up, 12 down to end the game from the time that Honeywell gave up the base hit to Rojas in the sixth inning to the final out. They went 12 straight retired between Honeywell, Hill, Wilson, and Hayter. Excellent work out of the Padres' bullpen. I've been talking about Stephen Wilson for a week or two now, how good he's been. He lowered his ERA to 071 in 11 appearances, and it was really interesting to see him come in in a two-run game, high-leverage spot, a classic setup man spot. By the way, on a day where we found out Robert Suarez is going to the 60-day injured list, so you know we don't know when we're going to see Robert Suarez. We know it's not going to be soon um, because, he, according to Bob Melvin earlier, uh, he's not close to starting to throw yet. Um, so we know he's not going to be back for a while. My point being, Stephen Wilson continues to emerge Really does. I mean, he's been excellent. 0-7-1 ERA now in 11 appearances. And in fact, Wilson has not allowed a run now since April 3rd. So it's a span of, count it with me, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8 appearances in a row without a run allowed for Stephen Wilson. And by the way, in that span, he's given up one hit. I mean, he's been really, really dominant. And then Josh Hader. He's picked up right where he left off in the postseason. Six for six and save opportunities, and this was an easy one as he got uh, the Diamondbacks one, two, three in that ninth inning. So, all in all, a lot of positives from this game, no doubt about it. The only thing you circle, and I won't even really include Fernando in this too much because, like we've been saying, <laughs> you, you understand if there's an adjustment period for him, you just do because uh, it's been so long. But obviously, you wanted to see Soto carry the momentum from yesterday into tonight. That really didn't happen as far as driving the ball and doing what he did yesterday at Petco Park. And Manny, a quiet day, 0 for 4. And uh, Soto's average at the end of tonight, 183. Machado, 229. If you've heard me on the postgame show, I firmly believe those guys will get it going. But... um, you know, quiet nights for them as far as uh, driving the baseball, getting hits in the very top of the lineup uh, with Tatis, Soto, and Machado. It did go over 13. But, but 
the good news, you win the game. And that's uh, that's a good thing for the rest of the uh, Padres lineup. I didn't mention too many times other than for the recap. I should mention it as well. Uh, Matt Carpenter had a solo home run in this game, and that was significant because, uh, number one, it extended the Padres' lead to 5-1, to one, but it had been a rough go for Matt Carpenter as of late. We told you in the pregame show Carpenter was just two for his last 25, and one of those hits was a, a bunt single. So the C-Matt Carpenter drive a ball and uh, hit a home run in this game, and then Nelson Cruz, who pinch hit for him later in the game, uh, Cruz showing off the wheels, beating out the ball uh, at first base, uh, when he hit the ground ball to Ahmed, who made a, a really critical error in this game uh, in the sixth inning that led to the Grisham go-ahead two-run double. But Cruz getting to first base and then scoring from first base on the of the Grisham double, really good to see uh, Nelson Cruz motor around the bases. But look, top of the order, you want to see more, but all in all, a very, very uh, nice win for the Padres here today. We continue on our post-game show. Again, we're working on it. We may have uh, some audio from Fernando Tatis Jr. Uh, from the clubhouse coming up here in just a little bit. But while we have a moment, let's update you on some players that went deep today around the major leagues with our home run tally. Which players went deep tonight? This is our MLB Home Run Tally, presented by Mr. Moto Pizza, bringing back the old New York pizzeria experience with fresh, funky, thin crest gourmet pies and the original stuffed knots. With eight locations in San Diego, find your favorite at MrMotoPizza.com. We take a look at some of the players that hit home runs around baseball today outside of Arizona. James Outman hit a grand slam as the Dodgers beat the Cubs 6-2. to Connor Joe Jack Zawinski had back-to-back home runs for the Pirates in their 4-3 win over the Reds. What other home runs did we have? Pete Alonso hit his major league leading ninth home run. He drove in four in the Mets' 9-4 win over the Giants. Not a ton of games going on around uh, baseball today, but um, those are some of the guys that went yard today in the major leagues, and we will have a full look at the out-of-town scoreboard coming up a little bit later here in our post-game coverage on the Padres Radio Network. Now let's tell you about our ace pitcher of the game. Which pitcher was dealing today? Let's find out who's today's Ace Pitcher of the Game, brought to you by The Grilling Store at Hillcrest Ace Hardware. From Traeger and Weber to the Big Green Egg, all your grilling and barbecue needs are inside The Grilling Store at Hillcrest Ace Hardware. Our Ace Pitcher of the Game, remember we also do have our Relief Pitcher of the Game, so gotta be wise here with uh, how we select our awards here tonight. We'll give it to Brent Honeywell. You know, two scoreless innings, settled things down after the rough fourth inning for Waka. Dealt with a base runner in both the innings he pitched in, the fifth and the sixth inning, able to uh, maneuver around those base runners. So Brent Honeywell, who, as we mentioned, continues to get opportunities and do some really good things for this Padres bullpen, our ace pitcher of the game. Two scoreless innings, two hits allowed, walk nobody, struck out one, 40 pitches total for Brent Honeywell in this ball game here tonight. When we come back, we'll tell you about our player of the game, take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard. We may have some audio from Fernando Tatis Jr., get some of his thoughts from the clubhouse as well. We're working on that right now, so we might have that for you when we come back. Again, the final score here tonight, the Padres 7 and the Diamondbacks 5 as the Padres win this series opener of a four-game set in Arizona. Our post-game coverage continues when we come back on the Padres Radio Network. 
Our postgame show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Padres win it 7-5 over the Arizona Diamondbacks here tonight in Arizona. Padres improved to 10-11. and Diamondbacks dropped to 11-9. and Final totals again for the Padres. Seven runs, seven hits, one error. They left on four for Arizona. Five runs, 12 hits, one error. They left on eight. Great night for the Padres bullpen as uh, they combined for five scoreless innings of relief. And uh, Trent Grisham, a team-high four RBIs, had a big go-ahead two-run double uh, in the sixth inning. And uh, a lot to talk about from this game. A lot of good stuff from this game uh, as the Padres win it here tonight, 7-5. of We will have some more of our nightly awards coming up, including relief pitcher of the game, player of the game, out-of-town scoreboard, all that good stuff to come. And uh, if you want to chime in on the phones, you can do that. Uh, call us, 833-288-0973. The phone number, again, 833-288-0973. The phone number to call. You can also tweet at me at 973thefansd or at Sammy Lev, S-A-M-M-Y-L-E-V. If you have a thought and you want to share it on Instagram, you can do that as well. You can find me on Instagram at Sammy Lev, S-A-M-M-Y-L-E-V. Shoot me a message and uh, might just read it on the air. In fact, I've got uh, a message right here. Let's see. We've got Jared on Instagram saying, always a good night when Hater caps the night. Yes. Typically, Jared, when Josh Hader is on the mound getting uh, the final out of the night, it's uh, a good thing uh, for the Padres and, and for Padres fans. Put it this way. The more Josh Hader you see, the better it is for the Padres. We also have a T-code on uh, Twitter saying this game was great and the dub goes to all the awesome fans that pack Chase Field. Yeah, I mean, you could hear it on the radio, certainly uh, the uh, number of Padres fans that were there and you could, uh, you know, see it in the photos on social media and uh, via the uh, TV broadcast as well. Um, uh, really uh, a ton of Padres fans there. And you, you saw, you might have heard Jesse talk about it. Jesse tweeted about it, uh, about uh, maybe there being more Padres fans there tonight than Diamondbacks fans. Uh, but uh, great representation for the brown and gold out there in Arizona. And a lot of people going out there to see Fernando. They didn't see Fernando get his first hit of the year, his first hit in 564 days. But I'm sure many, many hits will come in the days uh to come here uh, of this season to Tiso for five. He did have a nice play in right field. Uh, did have a moment where he threw a ball in on the base hit uh, by Perdomo in the fourth inning where a little tough to tell kind of what happened there. There was, you know, no cutoff man. Fernando didn't overthrow a cutoff man, but there was no cutoff man and his throw went all the way to home plate. That allowed Perdomo to move up the second. It did um, you know, have an impact in the game because Perdomo would score on a base hit later. But you know what? Here tonight, you won the game. You won't focus on uh, too much of that stuff. Fernando made a really good play again, running towards the corner to his left, covering a lot of ground, made a great running catch in this game. Trent Grisham played some good defense as well. And uh, the Padres did a lot of good things. Great bullpen work. Uh, great production from the bottom half of the lineup and uh, certainly uh, some good defense as well. All right, let's go back to Arizona. We do have some audio from the clubhouse from Fernando Tatis Jr. after his uh, big return to the Padres here tonight. Let's hear a little bit from Fernando. Fernando, how'd it feel to get back out there? Feel amazing. <laughs> Great. Just to be back out there with boys in the jungle. Jungle's real. <laughs> but just happy. Happy to get that W and just to be back out there. Did you have fun? I did. I did. Embrace every single moment. Embrace the fans. 
embrace everything. Just, uh, just happens. Yeah. Any any butterflies in the first inning going up there for your first play? Oh, parents? for sure, for sure. <laughs> I need to that first swing just to let it, everything go out. Is that like, okay? Now, now we go. How'd you feel about your bats? I feel like there were good at bats out there today. I hit the ball hard. I hit the ball every single part of the field. And uh, you know, at the end of the day, it's baseball. And uh, yeah, it's just, I feel really good about bats. How'd you feel out in right field, especially making that play in the eighth inning, running that one down in the corner? Bob didn't think he had a chance of getting that. <laughs> he told me. He told me. He told me. Uh, what was the, he was thinking what we're gonna do next after that double. I was like, no, you got me out there, Bobby. Let's go. But I mean, like I said, new challenge. Totally, fully embrace it. I'm, you know, happy I, I, I have that back in the back of my pocket, and I'm just happy I can play some good defense for our pitchers. Nice to have the Padres fans out here cheering for you as well. Oh, for sure. More Padres fans out here than Arizona fans. Uh, amazing, you know, uh, how they show up. Uh, they were loud, and uh, I feel like we were. You get the ball hard every time you put it in play. That give you, like, tomorrow after the whole, like, okay, the first game's out of the way, you think tomorrow you come here pretty relaxed. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, like I mentioned earlier, I feel like I had good at-bats today. I took some good pitches, some borderline pitches. That, I mean, the pitchers out there did a really good job today, I guess, me. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, it's baseball, you tip your cap. Hear any good stuff out there in right field from the fans? <laughs> a lot of good stuff, a lot of you know, old stuff, but it's part of it, and we're going to keep rolling. Is there anything that happened today that you kind of just realized like, how much you missed? Just me getting back in the field. I feel like that was just uh, the full highlight of the day for me. Uh, you know, remembering uh, everything I went through, every, every single process, every surgery. Having not been out there for as long as you were, did it feel like like right about when you were just back out there playing? I mean I've been doing it all my life, you know, just because I haven't done it uh, a year I don't feel like I'm gonna lose that. Did you how much, uh, how much upside do you think there is for you in right field? Like how much how much more growth do you think you can get? Way more, uh, way more. I feel like we just get started, and uh, you know, I'm still learning the position, and uh, I feel like we're, every single time we're just gonna get better at it. Did you take anything from those inside pitches, or were they just they just happened? The what? Sorry? The inside pitches? I mean, they were pounding in. I feel like they were hitting that inside corner uh, really good on me today, and uh, like I said, with us. When that's happening, you just you just tip your cap. You don't uh, think they were going after you or anything? No, no. Just happened. Yeah, it just happened. Uh, it's part of the game, and you know, trying to throw me in so then they can throw that bastard slider. Or sweeper, as uh, Bob was saying. All right, that was uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. from the clubhouse uh, in Arizona. A lot of good stuff there uh, from Fernando. You heard him talk about embracing every single moment. Uh, You know what? Sounded really thankful, and we heard that pregame as well. Just sounded grateful for the opportunity. And, you know, look, credit to Fernando, okay? Um, There were mistakes made last year. We don't have to rehash all that. We um, have spent plenty of time doing that. But to Fernando's credit, You know, ever since he sat inside the dugout at Petco Park last summer, answering reporters uh, alongside A.J. Preller after the suspension, after uh, the motorcycle incident and and all of it, everything that had happened when, you know, it became evident he was going to miss the entire season and part of this year. You know, he, he's he's done everything you would have wanted him to do. He said just about everything you would have wanted him to say 
And you know what? From a physical standpoint, got the surgeries, got the shoulder fixed, obviously had to get the wrist fixed. Um, and I thought today, both pregame and postgame, sounded like um, somebody grateful for the chance to do this again. And how could he not be, right? I mean, um, you would imagine the time away, hopefully, um, has uh, you know made Fernando better. Uh, he talked about how healthy he's feeling, um, getting better as a player during this time off. But you would imagine from a, a mental standpoint as well, an emotional standpoint, you know, uh, it affects you. And uh, certainly sounded grateful to be back today. Obviously, would have loved to uh, have a base hit. But, uh, hey, one game, 0 for 5, no big deal. Uh, plenty of more at-bats to come for Fernando Tatis Jr. That was uh, good stuff from Fernando uh, inside the clubhouse after this one as the Padres win it by a final score of seven to five. All right, let's uh, get to some more of our nightly awards. Let's get to our relief pitcher of the game. Which pitcher was able to come in and slam the door shut? It's time for the relief pitcher of the game in support of the Jacobs and Cushman San Diego Food Bank, providing food assistance to local children, families, and seniors in need. To get help or give help, visit SanDiegoFoodBank.org. Well, we do have a few options here for our relief pitcher of the game. I mean, Tim Hill, Stephen Wilson, Josh Hader combined for nine up, nine down in the seventh, eighth, and ninth innings. You know what? We gave it to Hader yesterday, I think, didn't we? Yeah, Hader yesterday. Let's give it to Stephen Wilson today. I'll tell you why. One, two, three inning. He was great again. Struck out two in that inning. 11 pitches. I, I I just, I've been really impressed with what Steven Wilson's done. I have been. It's been great. Like I said earlier, eight straight scoreless appearances. Now a 0-7-1 ERA and 11 appearances. He's been awesome. And I thought tonight, you know, Bob Melvin showed a lot of confidence in him. It's a two-run game. That's a classic setup role in the eighth inning. And Wilson went out there and threw 11 pitches, got through it easy. Big, big stuff for Steven Wilson there. And again, to put it in context, on a day where we found out Robert Suarez is going on the 60-day IL, we're not going to see Robert Suarez for a while here. The Padres are going to need guys like Steven Wilson and others to step up in this bullpen and fill that void without Robert Suarez for, for a long time now. So it was really good to see what Wilson did. And for that reason, Steven Wilson, our relief pitcher of the game. All right, uh, we will get some of your phone calls here, 833-288-0973. We do have a few minutes here if you want to squeeze them in. We'll uh, try to get some phone calls here in just a second. First, let's tell you about our player of the game after tonight's 7-5 Padre win. Which player had the biggest impact on today's game? Let's find out who is today's player of the game. Presented by Valley View Casino and Hotel. Catch every game at Patties and Pints. Plus, enjoy $4 beer every Thursday. Visit valleyviewcasino.com today. 0-1 from Kyle Nelson to Trent Grisham. Swings here, lines one into deep center. Thomas got to go back on his horse, reaches out, can't make the catch. Going to hop up against the fence, and the Padres going to take the lead. Bogarts has scored. Cruz is on his way. The throw to the plate, not in time. Another two-run double for Grisham, his second of the night, and the Padres lead it 7-5. to Trent Grisham, our player of the game here tonight, a big two-run double in the sixth inning to put the Padres ahead 7-5. to five. 
One of two two-run doubles that Grisham had in this game. He was on three times. Four RBI night. Hit the ball hard. Played great defense. And Trent Grisham, I thought, a pretty clear choice for our player of the game here tonight on the Padres Radio Network. Certainly on the offensive side, Xander Bogarts had the two-run home run. Matt Carpenter had a solo home run. But as far as impact here tonight, hard to argue with. Uh, Trent Grisham had a great night at the plate, including that go-ahead base hit in the sixth inning as the Padres win it 7-5. All right, let's uh, get to a phone call here. We've got uh, Brad calling in. Hi, Brad. You're on the air here on the post-game show on the Padres Radio Network. What's up? How's it going? Doing well. Your name is Brad, right? Yes, it is. Okay, very good. Well, we're going to make sure we get that right in the system here because uh, I was I was just kind of guessing here, but it did pop up as Brad. So, Brad, uh, hello. G- good to talk to you. <laughs> what a good guess. But, yeah, I, you know, I just wanted to say really good to see the Padres get a win, uh, especially, you know, coming off of the strong bullpen. All three of those guys did well. And, uh, you know, I think with, you know, Tatis, Machado, and Soto – going over whatever mm-hmm. you know those guys are going to be fine i would bet on those guys any day of the week so it's good to see kind of the other guys on the team carry them and the bullpen you know have a strong showing and you know i think it's still early you know we can we can stay positive and no need to freak out quite yet yeah and and brad appreciate the call thank you so much for uh tuning in and uh calling in yeah look uh, we we've spent to be honest with you here on the post game we've spent a lot of time talking about the middle of the lineup, Soto and Manny, and some of the struggles they've had. Um, I don't know that I'm going to dive all into it tonight, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, we, we've talked a ton about it, you know, especially when they weren't scoring any runs. Um, look, take Fernando out of the equation for a second. Uh, Soto and Machado were combined 0 for 4. Soto did walk and score a run in this game. Look, we, we know. I mean, at this point, I'm stating the obvious, and there are two things I'm going to say about it tonight. Number one, yeah. Juan and Manny are extremely important to this team, and the Padres need them to get going and need them to do what they're here to do, which is to hit the ball hard and drive the ball and drive in runs and hit home runs, all the things we know these two guys are capable of doing. It's no secret that for both, it's been a slow start. Uh, For Soto, you know, you're hoping, and this has happened a couple of times now, not not that one game back-to-back, you know, stunts, any momentum from the day before because I just don't think that's necessarily how baseball works like you know you could have a three for four day and then the next day go oh for four but hit the ball hard three times and have bad luck um the point being though is you would like to see Juan Soto just continue some momentum sort of game to game few games by few games uh you really would um so Anyway, I mean, you know, again, with them, you you, you hope they're going to get going. To me, I have full confidence they will. Um, it's very early. We're still dealing with very small sample sizes, and we'll see. But it's no secret, you know, those two guys, they have to get going in order for this team to go where it wants to go. It's as simple as that. Now, tonight, the rest of the lineup did a great job. Did a great job. And the Padres played uh, good baseball for the most part. Uh, without them doing much offensively. So I, I truly think it will come for those two guys. And again, we've talked about it a ton <laughs> on the post game over the course of the last uh, handful of days. So I'll, I'll spare everybody that tonight in a win. But uh, look, they 
they've uh, they're very important to this team and and hopefully the two of them start start really swinging the bat well here soon hopefully all right let's uh take a look at the out of town scoreboard tell you what's going on around the major leagues here tonight Let's go around Major League Baseball and take a look at the scores you need to know from across the country. This is the Out of Town Scoreboard presented by Jensen Meat, where great taste meets integrity. Locally produced in San Diego since 1958. We take a look at the Out of Town Scoreboard here tonight. The Mets beat the Giants 9-4 in San Francisco. Pete Alonso hit his ninth home run of the year, drove in four. Kodai Senga picked up the win for the Mets. He's now 3-0 with a 4-2-9 ERA. To begin his season, Red Sox beat the Twins 11-5 in Boston earlier today. 11 runs on 14 hits for the Red Sox in that one. Yankees beat the Angels 9-3 in New York earlier today as uh, the Yankees improved to 12-7. Pirates beat the Reds 4-3 in Pittsburgh. Connor Joe and Jack Sawinski hit back-to-back home runs in the first inning in that game. Pirates... I don't know if anybody else has noticed this. The Pirates are 13 and 7. <laughs> 13 and 7. They're off to a great, great start, the Pirates. I feel like nobody's talking about that. I feel like everybody was talking about how good the Rays were, but how about the Pirates? 13 and 7. Good for them. Rockies beat the Phillies 5 0 in Philadelphia. It was the Dodgers over the Cubs 6 2 in Chicago. James Outman. Good young player for the Dodgers at a grand slam in that one. And that was it. Aside from this one here tonight, Padres 7, Diamondbacks 5. That is a look at the out-of-town scoreboard on this Thursday evening. Taking a look at tomorrow in Arizona. First pitch at 640. Our pregame coverage will begin at 540. Here on 97.3 The Fan, Padres Radio Network. Pitching matchup tomorrow, right-hander Seth Lugo on the mound for the Padres and right-hander Zach Gallen on the mound for Arizona. Again, first pitch tomorrow at 640. Taking a look at the final totals in this ball game here tonight. For the Padres, seven runs, seven hits, one error. They left on four. For Arizona, five runs, 12 hits, one error. They left on eight. Winning pitcher was Brent Honeywell, who improves to 2-0. Losing pitcher was Kyle Nelson, who drops to 3-1. And, and the save goes to Josh Hader. He's now a perfect 6-for-6 six six in save chances to begin his season. Time of game, 2 hours and 58 minutes. And the crowd at Chase Field in Phoenix, 16,734. That'll do it for our post-game show here on the Padres Radio Network. Again, first pitch tomorrow at 6.40. Our pregame coverage begins at 5.40. For our great studio coordinator, Matty Rhodes, I'm Sam Levitt saying so long and good night. Again, the final score, the Padres 7 and the Diamondbacks 5 on the Padres Radio Network.